Welcome to She's Up Next, a podcast focused on positive women's media representation and amplifying the voices of young female changemakers. We're here to have open conversations with teenage girls our age with accomplishments in activism, STEM, entrepreneurship, and more. Join us for this week's episode to catch up with what's new in our busy lives and fuel your motivation to achieve your own dreams through the inspiring stories of others like you. I'm your co-host, Jackie Acosta. And I'm Dory Miller. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and good morning. Welcome back to our podcast. She's up next. I'm Dory. And I'm Jackie. And we're here today on what... Earlier, I almost thought was a Sunday morning, but it's actually Friday. It's raining and cold. Actually, it's not even cold. It's, it's not. It's I humid. Know. It's kind of freaking me out. Um, Yesterday, I walked out of the house like completely prepared for it to be like cold, wet, yeah. and rainy. It was uh-huh. wet and rainy for sure, but it, like humid. Yep. Yeah, I made the mistake of wearing Uggs to school, and not mm. only was it humid and very warm in all the classrooms, but of course. For my um, second period of the day, I had Musica del Caribe and we danced the Ah. entire period. And I was super hot and just overall not in the best outfit for that situation. (laughs) Um, And the Uggs really didn't help. I actually took them off at one point because I couldn't stand it anymore. So, yeah, that was, (laughs) yeah, the weather's kind of mixing everyone up. You think it's going to be one way. And then of course it's like 70 degrees out. It's ridiculous. I know. I know you and I were talking about this before we started recording, but like the beginning of this week, it was like sunny and high sixties, low seventies. And then right on Tuesday, like started raining and we've had maybe three straight days of rain almost over here in the Bay area, which is kind of crazy. I mean, I'm grateful for the rain. We need the rain, but I just think it's funny how like quick the weather can change. Yeah, it's very strange, but I will admit I've been loving the rain. I think I always have, but like yeah. especially these past few days because I've been in a very fall mood. I've mm. been lighting my fall candles. I have this like spicy sandalwood one, which sounds Ooh, weird, but it actually sandalwood. Yeah, but it's like a fall themed candle, so it actually it smells so good. I've been lighting it all the time and like taking a nice warm shower and doing homework like in my fluffy robe and it's just Ooh. I've been I've been in a good mood, but I'm definitely feeling a lot better now that school is over and Jackie and I have this three day weekend ahead of us. It'll be you know, nice to just actually relax for once. It's only three days, but like you you forget <laughs> how like at least one day off where you can just kind of relax and like not worry. Well, actually, I have a lot of things I need to do today, but like Thanks. just <laughs> Like the thought of just being able to sleep. I slept in a little bit today and it was great. I needed it. I didn't realize how much I needed it until I woke up. I'm like, wow, I haven't felt this good in a while. <laughs> yeah, you always wake up early. Like I, I think I wake up early, but you wake up early, early all the time. Well, I consider myself a morning person. So I find that I'm yeah. way more productive in the morning. So if like in at night, like I don't get everything done. So I like have to wake up early to get it done before it's like due. So I have found myself waking up early and earlier every day and I didn't realize how much of an effect it was taking on me until like I slept in an extra hour today and I woke up like whoa whoa I feel good (laughs) see I'm the same way like I am so productive in the morning but I have a really hard time getting myself to go to bed early like I've Mm. always been like that it doesn't matter like what I have going on I just can't get myself to like shut everything off like get myself into bed so then 
I like know it's bad for me to wake up super early. So I always like let myself sleep into like 645, yeah. seven ish. And that's oh, not that's enough so time early. It's early, but like I have a whole um, like morning journaling and ah. whole thing, a whole thing I do in the morning. And like, I write my to-do list and like get prepared for the day. So by the time I'm done with that, I don't even have time to like do the stuff I actually need to do. So right. it's probably counterproductive, but it's still an important part of my morning routine. So I've kept it, but I've definitely, I've easing off of like having to do it all the time yeah. because there are certain days where I do need that extra time in the morning to get whatever else done. Yeah. Same. I remember I was at the beginning of the year, I was like, okay, I'm going to have this set routine. Like, it's going to set me up. And, like, while it did make my days, like, like 85% better, it just took too long. And, like, yep. in the mornings, I just have to, like, get ready, eat breakfast, and then get to school. But, like, I wish I had that time to kind of just, like, prepare myself for the day. Because oftentimes, I just wake up and it's like, go, go, go automatically. Exactly. Yeah, today, even last night and this morning, just feel like everything's moving much slower and that there's less to less to do because I, I I don't know if the same for you Jackie but I don't have that much homework actually here I'll I don't have homework yeah to do list like I know I have at least two classes that didn't assign anything and I have like yeah. one calculus page that's like won't take that long reading Hamlet which is <laughs> same as you and then like finishing the civil dialogue guide for race oh, gender that, power that is and, easy yeah and I think we were both moderators so yeah. we don't actually have much to do I'm just gonna reformat the notes I took during exactly same yeah so easy weekend but which then, I'm course, so grateful for yeah then of course we have college apps so oh college apps just it's another like factor. nine days before yeah, I have to submit three more applications but like at least I'm grateful that the teachers recognize that all of us are doing college apps exactly. and that our time should be devoted to that but like yes yeah so don't have much homework but I do have those supplemental essays that I need to finish I'm feeling so lost on some of mine coming I, I think I have three that I'm turning in as well um and I've just I've like finished two out of like the five that I need to do yeah. but they're like that's also like my first draft I'm gonna have my counselor read over yeah. them and I'm sure he'll give a bunch of notes so Same. I need to get the drafts done today so yeah I can send it to my counselor and then <laughs> exactly he can edit it before next week because like next weekend it's Halloween so oh gosh I'm not gonna have that much time to like work on it it's it's gotta be done exactly like I need then, to be submitted and ready to go yes exactly I know like we're both going to outside lands and have Halloween in general it just it's gonna be a hectic weekend and yeah. I think everyone's really upset about the timing of having all these apps do Halloween weekend and of course like every yeah. everyone's just so busy all the time that like ultimately we're all doing it last minute so unless there's some like really productive people who got it in like weeks there ago probably are. Um, yeah and I'm envious and I'm of them jealous of them yeah, yeah exactly but to know that most people are going through the same thing is a kind of comforting like, it is I'm not the only yeah. one like there's a bunch of people who are staying home today and like just been like grinding like it's a work exactly. day for a lot of people exactly. well work slash rest day you gotta have like a balance yeah yeah work slash rest day I know. I think tomorrow's going to be my rest day. Like I've already, I have a doctor's appointment this morning across town. So that'll take up a good chunk of time. Yeah. And then of course, and I'm going to the Academy of Science, which mm. I am very happy about, very excited. Um, but still 
like that's going to take up a good chunk of my day and I'll have time tonight, but I don't know. Tomorrow's looking more like it's going to be my productive day. I also have to clean my room and like put a bunch of laundry away. So today's going to be more devoted to that. Tomorrow yeah, will just be, getting will ca- caught up on yes. things we've been putting off because of school. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I guess with that, we can move into our joyful moment of the week. I know we've yes. kind of been MIA lately, but we've just been so busy. Like, yeah. we'd had to, something had to give, and unfortunately it was this, but like, yeah, we're here now. So, Dora, yeah. what was your joyful moment from this past week? See, I forgot to think of this before, but <laughs> I can pull something together. I don't know. I think, um, Jackie and I have both been sick. I, I had yes. I think Jackie's cold was worse than mine. Mine never. Mine's like, like lingering. Like I still yeah. kind of have a cold, but like yeah, not my, feeling sick. Yeah, I understand that. Like I feel like it stays in your voice a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, mine mine wasn't that bad. I like kind of I had a nocturnal cough for a couple yeah, days same. after, but. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. I was like, why am I only coughing at night? And then I looked it up and it's totally normal. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like same. I don't actually have to be concerned. But anyways, that's, I never missed school for that. And then of course, like while I was still having that lingering cough, I got this like crazy weird stomach ache that like kept me in bed for 48 hours. Oh and eventually I went to urgent care. They thought I had appendicitis. So they sent me to the ER where I spent nine hours there doing like 20 million kinds of tests, like waiting two hours for every test, every result. Everything came back normal, pretty much. Um, They like sent me home with something random that like I ended up not even having. So I couldn't take the antibiotics they gave me. Anyways, the whole situation just really threw me off. Um, Obviously, like I missed school, so I had a lot to catch up on. And then I just, I was also just like, not feeling great mentally because it totally like threw me out of my routine and like I was still kind of frustrated that I still didn't really know what was wrong anyways this week was really nice just to like get back into everything I like turned in everything I needed to and I'm like feeling totally caught up um like nothing had happened so that's just been really nice and like I had to miss work that week so I worked the past two days which I actually love doing like it's nice to just um like have that extra time to I work at a yoga studio I don't know if I've mentioned this before I probably have yeah Um, but it's nice to like see the clients and talk to people and like oh you were out last week and it's just nice and then last night I actually took the class um which I haven't done in a really long time because I usually use the time um for homework so Mm -hmm. it was and last night I'm like I really don't have anything due today so I might as well take the class so I don't know. I'd say that's my general joyful moment is just like getting back into my routine and like feeling caught up again. And then obviously I'm really happy about this three-day weekend. So that's made it a lot easier as well. Yeah. Same three-day weekend. Definitely up top of my list. I was looking forward to it all week. I was like, yes, can Thursday come any slower? I need this break. Um, But I think for me, I guess, I don't know. It's like a mixture, like a bunch of small things from this past week. Like I don't know if I mentioned it, but I did start babysitting for my nephew or cousins and they are like the cutest little kids ever. So one of them is like six and all he wants to do all night is like make math worksheets and do math. I was like, oh my God, do you want to watch a movie or play with some like cars or something? And he's like, no, I want to do math. 
like horizontal it's like that are so cute horizontal and vertical addition and subtraction <laughs> i'm like okay i'll help you he's so cute and then the other one is like one and all oh it's so cute he um he he kind of talks but like he doesn't have like all of like the words down yeah but he loves alexa but he can't say oh alexa so he'll walk over and he he knows how to say dance so he'll say dance and then when he says that like i know he wants me to turn on alexa uh-huh. so then i like but I don't know what song. So I just like start going through a list of songs I know he likes. And he'll listen to maybe like the first like five to 10 seconds of the song. And if he doesn't like it, he'll just start screaming oh until I change it. And it is so funny. Not like a scream, like cry, just like a loud, like this isn't what I wanted kind of scream. And it's so cute. And then when you finally get to a song that he likes, he'll like jump around and like dance. And it is so cute. And I'm like, oh, to be that young again. And like the only thing you have to worry about is dancing to alexa yep. but it was it's it's been fun i did, wasn't able to go yesterday because i didn't need me but maybe i'll go next friday we'll see but yeah it's like become a weekly thing and it's been really nice to kind of just like like i've always said just like disconnect from the rest of like the world and like only focus on them and it's 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 been really fun that's so fun i i love babysitting i actually that that reminded me I did babysit this week for a family right yeah. like right down the block from me that they have this really nice house that I've been up like it's just very unlike everything else in my yeah. neighborhood and I've been obsessed with their house for a long time <laughs> like since they built it a couple of years ago anyways they've been asking my sister to babysit for a while and like both of us have had to say no like every time and I finally was able to the kids were adorable and I just I completely agree with you it's like it's really nice to just disconnect and like be present with the kids and like live in their yeah childhood live wonder. in their world it's yeah so they had like a little fort um oh. the, like behind a couch that I like completely could not get through like it's tiny it is yeah. very tiny but it was very cute to see them do that and like the the one girl um she loves to color um oh. and I came home with like 10 new drawings yes that's yeah. so cute yeah oh so very fun but yeah that's that's a good one Jackie I like that yeah that was just like from the past week I guess from this week like a major highlight was that I actually finally got a good grade on my AP Calc test do you Wait, know did you already get it back I did get it back he grade well I didn't get it, like the, what I got wrong but I got he put it in power, power school. school oh my and god mm. you know how satisfying it is when you like put work into something and you study and it work pays yeah. off oh I honestly thought I had done really poor on it because <laughs> it was really hard but yeah that's what you were saying you yeah said you, like my grade went but, up and I, I was like oh I went into like Friday night like feeling good because I had checked it like Friday afternoon and I was like mm-hmm. oh I don't have to worry about that anymore <laughs> oh gosh okay so my teacher has not put it in yet, put it in yet. I just checked but I'm It'll not soon I'm not too worried. I actually, yeah. I actually felt pretty good, which I'm scared. No, for, I'm, I'm, I'm like worried I'm it'll be the opposite sure result. Fine. But and I also, I, I had a feeling you didn't, you did just <laughs> fine. You're like, oh, I did terribly. I'm like, uh huh. Like I'm <laughs> sure you're fine. I had watched you study various days in a row, but yeah. I, I agree. Like especially with calc, like I actually. I don't think I've ever put this much Same. work into a math class. I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's like our first AP math yeah. class. I mean, math class, sorry. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's it's satisfying. And I do yeah. feel like I knew, like I checked all my answers Same. and 
I don't know, feeling kind of confident. So hopefully, I think you'll be fine. Good results. Sorry, Dory is underplaying how good she is in calc. But yeah, I totally agree. Um, I don't know if we say I'm good at calc. (laughs) I don't know if we go as far as that, but. But yeah, I've never uh, had to like study for math. Like it's kind of like you review, you do review problems, but I never had to like review concepts, like go through yeah. each chapter. Like I, there was always like one or two things that I would go over, like maybe the night before, but I've never had to yeah. spend this much time and it's like just different. Yeah. And I don't 100%. know. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea. But we're in it now and <laughs> yep. we gotta make it through. Can't back out. Can't Although back a lot out. of people did. A lot of yeah. people dropped it. And I was like, yes, there were two people in my class who dropped. I don't like anyone in my class because I got lucky. I got the better teacher. We won't name names. Teacher (laughs) at our school, which is, I mean, there. Mine isn't the worst, but he's not as great as Dory's. Yeah, gonna put that out there. But yeah, so yeah, that was that was like I guess a highlight of this particular week. I guess the babysitting was technically last week, but since we didn't have an episode last week, I thought I'd share both. But yeah, yeah, going into this week. Um, excited for Halloween and outside yes. lands, and it's just gonna be fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now it's time for our funny, silly, random question Ooh. of the week. So this was kind of a last minute one we put together, but it just feels like a fun one. Um, but Jackie, if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, like ha- I would say, like not your like ideal travel destination, but like anywhere what right you're feeling now. right now. Yeah. Like, what place are you drawn to at this point in time? At this point in time? Oh. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know where I would go, like, my ideal place. But, like, mm-hmm. right now, I feel like that's a different question because it doesn't have to be super far. Probably yeah. wouldn't be. If I could go anywhere, it would probably be super close. I don't know. Honestly, going to a museum right now sounds super nice. Like you mentioned going yeah. to I mean, the Academy isn't really a museum. Well, it kind of is. But like yeah. that sounds I don't know what it really nice. Us. So whether it's yeah. like an aquarium like Dory's going to or um like an art museum, I feel like this weather would make it like perfect conditions to go and just like walk around and like I had said before in like one of our past episodes, just like be a main character have a main character so yeah I think I'd I'd say like a museum or an aquarium or something like that right now if I could go anywhere how about you I like that I agree I think that's gonna be my goal today is to have some main character moments in the exploratorium or the planetarium one of the two um I don't know okay I was thinking like farther you were thinking farther. I think I think even so I wanted to say Costa Rica just because I'm kind of like in this like rainy foggy mood and that's what you typically get in Costa Rica not that I've ever been again why it's my perfect yeah description but now that I'm thinking more locally I I was actually I was supposed to be in Tahoe right now I was supposed to leave to this morning I think yeah I was supposed to leave this morning so I gotta say I would be in Tahoe right now my whole family was so excited like we just wanted the red and orange leaves and like yes. the crisp tahoe air but unfortunately we we were supposed to go for um one of my best friends from middle school his parents were having like a big birthday celebration mm-hmm. that was supposed to be over labor day then it got canceled because of the fires oh. then they had to cancel it this week because of the rain and it's snowing oh. up there and like the just it's the snowing conditions already 
I think so. I don't, I could be wrong. I think because it's getting colder and it, the rain. Like uh, icy sleet kind of. Yeah, Not like exactly. snow, snow, but like yeah, yeah. the pre whatever <laughs> snow. Yeah. And the conditions were just going to be too, too difficult. Yeah. It, okay. Monday says 90% chance of snow. So. That's so exciting. I know. Well, anyways, I'm not going anymore. So I'm pretty sad. So I would definitely say that if I could be yeah, anywhere, I would nice. be there. Tahoe does sound nice right now. Yeah. I do agree. <sighs> okay. Well, lastly, we can move into our affirmation of the week. Sometimes we do quote of the week, but this week we just have a few affirmations actually just to help motivate us. I know this weekend for us is more about rest rather than um, productivity, I guess, but still they're, they're helpful for any point in time. Yeah, we just felt like it was fitting to do some affirmations this week because I know for at least for us, it was pretty difficult. Lots of work, lots of things that were due. <laughs> um, so having these affirmations to help move us through this week was really helpful. Uh, Dory, do you want to share the ones that we picked out? They're really yes. simple, but like just the yeah. idea of having like a set of affirmations that you could repeat. Just helps. exactly. And it was also a an Aries full moon on Wednesday. I did see so, that. Yeah, and that's the Aries is a warrior sign full of strength and courage. So I think these are very applicable to that. If yes. any of you follow astrology, as I very clearly said I did in the first episode. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So our affirmations are: I am resilient. I am brave. I am wildly capable. I can handle anything that comes my way. Perfect. Those so, are so empowering. Exactly. Whatever you want to do with these, um, I love writing my affirmations. Some Same. people f- prefer to just say them out loud. I kind of do both. I'm trying to say them out loud again more. Um, but I don't know if any of you are into meditation, like literally just saying this over and over again um, as you're meditating um, is a great way to utilize them. So, yeah. Yeah, we hope that those will help you through this week. I know they're going to help me again after this stressful week and moving into this next week. I'm going to need them. Oh, but yeah, those are our positive affirmations this week. Should we give a brief background about Riley before yes, we totally. move into the interview or a conversation? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> do you want to do it? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I could do her justice, but Riley... <laughs> Derek is one of our friends. She also goes mm-hmm. to SI. She is the president of Girls Who Code and Girls in STEM. Am I correct? Yes, if I'm correct. You are correct. And I believe they've become one, but um, still, they're, I think they're they're separate clubs, but it's the same leadership, right? Like right. That's what she was saying. Organizations. Yeah, but so Riley is the president of uh, those two clubs. She's also. Um, uh, um, an editor or is it a managing editor for our school Something, newspaper yeah she's or she's a associate editor in chief for production for inside si right yeah and she's she's going to talk about um some really cool website design she's working on for them um and that kind of that'll help you see um how extensive her coding and computer science skills are and she'll talk a bit about that but also how um her career aspirations have actually changed into a more engineer focused um, yes area so she talks about a very exciting project she's been working on oh gosh this is my favorite part (laughs) and it was so cool to listen like 
I can't believe she has that. Like, it was so cool to hear her talk about that, but yeah. um, we won't spoil anything. We'll let you listen <laughs> to her talk about it. But yeah, that was just kind of quick rundown of Riley. And, and I mean, obviously she is an amazing person who has mm-hmm. accomplished so many great things in such a short period of time. So I'm super excited. We got to sit down with her and have um, this conversation. Yeah. And obviously the focus of us having her on the podcast is to highlight the importance of um, the representation of women in STEM and how, Yes, and I think Riley does a really good job of explaining how exactly that's impacted her and what social stigmas have in the past um, prevented her from like reaching her fullest potential um, as Mm -hmm. someone who is hoping to pursue a career in STEM. So yeah, that, that about sums Riley up, I think everyone's going to really enjoy this episode. I know we had a really good time recording. We actually got to record with her in person, which is our first time doing that with a guest. I don't know if we mentioned that in the episode. Maybe we did. (laughs) But anyway, you're hearing at least once here. Yeah. So I guess we will let you guys get into her and our conversation with her but um it was fun catching up with you Dory yes you too we've kind of been behind um given our sickness and schedules but hopefully we'll be back into routine yeah in the next couple weeks yeah I agree awesome okay well that's that's the end of our intro so we'll see you in the next part bye bye Hey guys, we're here with Riley Derrick. Um, She's also a senior here at SI, and we're super excited to have her on the show today to talk a little bit about her accomplishments in specifically STEM. Yeah, so Riley, why don't you kind of give us a quick rundown of yourself, like hobbies, what you're interested in, just quick speed round. Yeah. Hi, I'm Riley. I'm a senior here at SI with Dory and Jackie, and I'm super into all things STEM. I've been coding most of my life and now I'm interested in going into engineering um, during college. And besides STEM, I love doing all board sports. I love snowboarding, (laughs) surfing, skateboarding, wakeboarding. I don't know, that's just a fun fact. Yes, Riley has a lot of good facts. I'm sure they'll, (laughs) good fun facts. I'm sure they'll come up as we move through the episode. But Riley uh, neglected to mention all of her leadership roles within STEM and coding here at SI. She's the president of both the Girl Girls Who Code and Girls in STEM clubs, and I think you've mentioned before how they kind of combined yeah, leadership. We combined yeah, this year. we combined this year because our moderator left, so we kind of had to. But yeah, still pretty. That's a lot of stuff going on in that one. Yeah, and she's also a leadership team member of the STEM club, so she's really involved in pretty much anything relating to STEM here at SI. And that's not the only thing she does. She does plenty outside of school that we'll get into throughout the episode. Um, One thing that I'm hoping we'll touch upon today is the fact that she's doing a research project, some kind of astronomy research project. Um, yeah, you mentioned that yesterday. Yeah, she's like, never... Oh, I'm excited to hear her talk about <laughs> she's that She's never tomorrow. <laughs> been able to fully explain it to me. Um, I can explain it better now. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll get to that later. <laughs> but it'll be a cool thing to have everyone listen about. Yes, um, but as always, like we do with all of our other guests, we'll go over our BuzzFeed yes. results for this week. This Mine week. was bad. Really? I got spaghetti. Okay, oh, her okay. description is good. Okay, don't reveal it yet. <laughs> yeah. You're ruining it. But I was pretty proud of finding this one. So the quiz this week was, have you ever wondered which pasta shape you truly embody? Just pick six of your favorite things to find out, um, to find out 
what does it say? To find out spaghetti people are so fun. What? I don't know. I don't know if that's actually the title, but that's it's about pasta, and I thought it was fitting for this week. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing at the title. I did not. I didn't realize that, that it was either. Maybe that's not. Okay, right. so maybe spaghetti wasn't a bad response, Riley. You never maybe know. It's a horrible response. Okay, well we'll we'll get into that. But we we loved this. Uh, question, or at least I was super excited when uh, Jackie picked it because Riley loves pasta, and that is I like one of her core personality traits. <laughs> for being honest, pasta and potatoes are like yep, the food she'll a, rave about. I have an entire all the time. list in my phone of the reasons why I love potatoes so yep. much. Sometimes I I don't know if you called me or texted me one day, but it was literally just to tell me some some random fact about potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after taking the quiz, my results um, were I apparently embody a tortellini. And <laughs> That's a good one. See? She got a good one. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> the description reads, you might come off as a little cold, but you have a super warm and loving personality when people get to know you. Maybe you're shy or maybe you're just intimidating to strangers. Your friends and family know just how fun and caring you really are and all that. Ma- then that's all that matters to you. I was a little bit, like, confused by the description, but then the more I thought about it, like, I realized it kind of does, like, pertain to me. I've heard from a couple people, like, the first time they met me, they were scared of me, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but okay. Like, some of my closest yeah. friends were like, yeah, yeah first time I saw you, like, I was so scared. I was like, Honestly, what? I can see that. Because remember, I used to always think you were a Scorpio, and I know that you're a Sagittarius, yeah. but I was like, okay, yeah, I can see Scorpio. She's, like, a little intimidating at first, <laughs> yeah. but... Two of my best friends today both thought I hated them when I met them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm... <laughs> I don't think I come off as intimidating. I'm also 5'2", so <laughs> that's probably a factor in that. <laughs> okay, so my result was elbow macaroni. Ooh, um, definitely... A creative title um, but it says you've got a cool personality and everyone who meets you is instantly intrigued you're effortless effortless I can't talk you're effortlessly fashionable and people are always asking for your playlist you enjoy spending time with the ones you love and you're a loyal and empathetic friend honestly I feel like this is pretty vague um, it like talks about a lot of different things that one. don't really really I think it's a good one but definitely Pretty pretty vague, so I guess it I guess it applies to me. It applies to you as a description. I'm not really sure how it relates to elbow yeah, macaroni. Right. But yeah. I, sure. I like I'm sure they There's some thinking behind it. Probably. Yeah. Alright, okay. Riley, do you have your results? Let me pull them up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was spaghetti, which is the worst possible answer to get. Why spaghetti is such a classic? No, it's though. not. Okay. It's bad. I don't ever <laughs> But the description is good. Okay, so my subscription Woo! Description. <laughs> the life of the party has arrived. You genuinely enjoy new experiences and meeting peop- new people. You're bubbly and optimistic, and you're a great listener, too. You're able to get along with all sorts of people because you're so friendly and lovable. I don't think I'm so friendly and lovable. <laughs> the first part. Everything yeah. else applies. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's I good. Still, I think it's accurate. I love pasta, and that's, like, the only pasta I will not eat this week. I think it's boring. Really? I don't eat really? it. I didn't know that part. But, like, fettuccine. I'll eat fettuccine. And, like, and like India. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I wanted to get gnocchi. Oh, that would have been good. I brought that's my favorite. It is it's a pasta. pasta. Not really. It's right? Potatoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a potato <laughs> pasta. Yeah, it's literally... 
you. That's that would be you as a food, hundred percent. That's that's what you know the quiz is really accurate. Yeah. Is when Riley gets gnocchi. Exactly. Yeah, they need to work on this quiz. <laughs> they do. Maybe you need more than six. You need to pick more than six. Yeah. They need yeah. a little bit more um, information on you. Yeah. Okay. So. It's probably time to get into our questions now, but I just want to start with a disclaimer that um, you might feel a little intimidated by Riley after this episode. She's super goofy and bubbly, but she's also crazy smart, and as she talks about her accomplishments, it's easy to get <laughs> caught up in comparing yourself, but I promise she's she's a great role model, and <laughs> she's, she's going to have a lot of good things to talk about. Yeah. A lot of people when they meet me think I'm really stupid. <laughs> yeah, she's situationally not the smartest. No, no I just act like I'm not that smart. Yeah, I no, she's funny. Yeah, she's smart. Your parents, what, I I, what like did they goofy. say the other day? They said you were the, the dumbest smart person they know. That's not true. It's not, it's I, not true, I, but I you know, make. Like, I, just, I just choose to be a little bit less smart in yes. my casual life because I think being smart is boring when it's not in school. Okay, that's, that's a good explanation. Okay. I don't, obviously you're not dumb, but that was, okay, that was the words of your parents. <laughs> okay, so to start, we want to hear a little bit about your origin story. So where did your interest in computer science first start? Okay, so I was in fourth grade and I had a computer class, which wasn't like a real computer class. It was like, let's learn how to like use the shift key and like learn how to type on a computer. I remember those. Yeah. I took one of those classes. Yeah. So I had a female uh, teacher for that class. Um, and I'm not sure what she saw in me, but she somehow just knew that I really like was like fascinated by the computers. And I remember specifically there was one day where like we were um, learning how to use um, like Google search has, you know that feature? Where you can like go in the actual like street view and like oh, travel yeah. around on it. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I was doing that, and everyone else was supposed to just like look up where their houses were, and like but the teacher was like, "Oh, Riley, like you, like I don't know, I was like a little her like little special person or something." <laughs> and like she let me go anywhere on, and I went on Google Street View to the Amazon River. First, I don't know how that worked, but I remember it like super clearly. Like, I remember like. It was like a boat like rowing through the water and I just was just like, this is so cool. Like technology literally can allow me to like t like tie like teleport through the earth. So that's what like got like my passion started. And then it got even better. Um, that teacher, Miss Luhan, um, she told me like she sent me a lot of that's a school bell. <laughs> school bell. <laughs> we are currently at school recording. <laughs> Um, so please ignore. Yeah, right. Yeah. Go ahead, continue. So she set me up on a bunch of coding sites on Khan Academy, so I could like start learning how to actually code, um, which I would do instead of the keyboard typing lessons. And uh, I remember her telling me that she was going to see me like as the leader of like a massive technology company, like as one of the first female leaders when I grew up. So I was just like, okay, like this is like, she has set my purpose in life. Like I have to do this now. So that's where it all started, I guess. Awesome. Okay, so next we want to talk about, I know you talked a little bit about how you had a female teacher and your connection with her, but do you, have you felt you've experienced any pressures as a woman in STEM or also any stigma in any way? Yeah, I think that there's just like, society puts expectations on boys versus girls, like from mm -hmm. age like five, but like when you look at like a in a kindergarten class, what girls want to do, what boys want to do. Boys, boys want to be astronauts, and girls want to be princesses. Like, 
it's very just like normalized in our society that girls should that girls aren't like good enough almost to like do these harder like stem jobs i guess so that is like a big thing for me and like growing up like you always see like famous figureheads for stem you see like albert einstein um isaac newton elon musk today like i don't think that there's ever been a huge like legendary female like figurehead like that so it's just a little bit harder like when you don't have a person to look up to yeah um, yeah yeah, and that's what we're all about here at She's Up Next. I know we say this in every episode, but I think STEM is really important to talk about um, when it comes to representation, being that most, as you were saying, most of, like, I'm literally looking at a poster of Albert Einstein right now. Like, yeah. you always think of, when you think of famous scientists, often it's you think man. of, yeah, exactly, yeah. you think of a man. So we really wanted to have someone come on the show who could talk about STEM in this way and, like, from such an impressive standpoint. So, yeah, I think you said that really well. I think what you mentioned earlier, where the beginning of your response was really um, intriguing, what you said about, like, growing up and not seeing a lot of figureheads, and I, like, brought me back to, like, growing up and what I thought about what I wanted to be, and I never thought, like, oh, I want to be someone in tech. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I didn't think I could do, like, yeah. be someone in STEM, it's just because I never saw women exactly. in STEM and never, like, thought that, well, I guess, I don't know if I, I didn't think women couldn't do it, but, like, it just wasn't normal. Yeah, you didn't see. even, like, realize that we could. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, before, like, this whole thing happened with Miss Luhan, like, I think I wanted to be, like, a pop star, probably. Like, a lot of people <laughs> Doesn't to everybody. I'm not that good of a singer, so. But, um, I mean, I was just super lucky to, like, get that role model introduced to me, because, like, what a lot of, a lot of girls don't have that chance to, like, kind of look at the other side of things like that. So, I got that chance to kind of unlock that passion, yeah. Do you think girls are intimidated by entering into STEM? Like, is yes. there, I mean, I don't know if you talked about it a little bit, but like the stigma around STEM, yeah. like mm -hmm. why does it so hard to I get young girls interested in I the first place? I think it's definitely intimidating. Um, well, for young girls, I think it's more of just the role model thing, but I think uh -huh. once you get to like high school, college, it gets super intimidating because like when you go to like join the robotics club or you want to be in like the high math class a lot of the kids in those classes end up being boys so then there's the challenge of like I don't want to be the only girl in the class like you feel kind of isolated about that I think yeah I remember if one of my friends who graduated last year and is engineering major at Cal Poly was telling me like Ooh. everyone in all of her engineering classes are male mm -hmm. yeah like, everyone on her floor is male like yeah. she joined a sorority to meet other females because everyone wow. she was surrounded with was a male yeah and I found that That's super eye-opening. Like, you'd think in the 21st century that we would have kind of made some progress, but we really yeah. haven't. That's actually really surprising to me. I kind of just, like, obviously I know there's a lot of barriers still existing for women, especially, like, with just getting over the fear of getting involved in something like engineering. Um, but I kind of just assumed that, like, <laughs> the demographics have changed Same. enough that there's, like, yeah. a, at least, like, half if not like two quarters of a class full of women yeah so that's really surprising especially at cal poly that's yeah. like one of the top engineering schools yeah. so it also like introduces like a imposter syndrome almost uh -huh. at that point because mm -hmm. you're gonna go into a class and you're gonna think oh all of these boys are gonna think i'm like dumber than them i am dumber than them like i don't know a lot of self-doubt gets introduced in situations like that i totally yeah. agree it's just, I mean, I was thinking about that the other day when we mentioned having Riley on the podcast and yeah. thinking back to all of my friends who are in engineering and how 
here at SI, obviously, it's probably not as obvious because I know a lot of girls in taking engineering yeah. this year and who enjoy it. Um, but even like at the next level, how like automatically you see that divide. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I have stuff in my computer, so I just shook it up and down. Um, anyways, okay. So our next question is, as I mentioned earlier, you've been working on a astronomy research project, correct? Right? Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> and in the most simple terms possible, can you explain what you've been doing to our listeners yes. and to Jackie and I? Okay, so last year... I got a little bit sick of just writing code on my computer for just my eyes to see. Like, it wasn't going anywhere. I felt like I wasn't contributing anything. So I started looking up how to get involved in a research project, which I'd seen on TikTok. That was an option. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, and I reached out to a bunch of astronomy professors at schools, and I got super lucky. My, like, the coolest researcher with the coolest project that I was, like, so fascinated by, he reached out back to me and I got involved with his project. It's like, it's so, it's so awesome. It's um, basically he's part of a project called Breakthrough Listen, which has like a overarching goal of communicating with aliens. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just like, drop that. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're all like, what is this communicating with aliens or like discovering that aliens like exist, like confirming it. Mm -hmm. Like that's the overarching. Um, goal. So I got involved with him. I started doing like a lot of like before the actual research project I was doing like kind of like practice like getting used to like the technologies I would be using. And then we got uh, to jump into the project I'm doing right now which is so basically there are like several spacecraft that have exited um, the solar system and they're now in interstellar, interstellar space and they um, at that point they can just travel forever because there's like no gravity mm -hmm. I don't know um, they're just traveling throughout the solar system or not the solar system they're traveling through the universe like through billions of stars for like thousands of years at this point or they will be um, so I took uh, five of those spacecraft and uh, the first step was to um, like get a list of all of the future positions of those spacecraft through like 2050. Um, so once I had that list and I had like the coordinates, I was able to do a search or let me step, go a step back. Um, Earth is still communicating with the spacecraft through like radio transmissions. And so by calculating the like angle that those transmissions travel at, you could like find the area on the sky that they're gonna like reach kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, like, if you're not lost already, I think <laughs> that just that just really shows how impressive yeah. Riley's work is and, like, the fact that she's – a lot of – I know you've more or less mentioned this. A lot of the stuff you've done, you've taught yourself or you've done, it, like, yeah, on an online taught. program, which is so impressive. And the fact that you're able to now apply that in such a high-caliber project like this with a – what sounds like a really impressive um, yeah. instructor – is just so cool and I think that's just like of all yeah. the accomplishments today I think this okay there's sorry one there's more, more. there's one more step. So basically <laughs> by taking the area that those transmissions can reach on the sky and applying it upon like the positions that I um, found we can figure out which stars the trend like human transmissions are going to make contact with 
which wow. is really cool because it's like even though this is happening like years in the future that the contact will actually occur it's like we're narrowing down which stars could like stars with the potential to have alien life could be contacted by these transmissions and that means that they're going to know that they they could know that humans are a thing so wow yeah it's cool that's that's incredible that's the the goal but yeah it's been a really cool experience it's very hard (laughs) yeah sounds like involved with this project um i started emailing him about a year ago we didn't jump into like the super like technical like Like the the actual project yeah yeah. until like may i want to say and i'm i've just got all the results and i'm gonna start writing a research paper now that's That's so cool so cool (laughs) I'm sure that's a highlight of your college applications. Yeah. They're going to <laughs> schools are gonna go nuts for that, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay, so speaking of college, I know you're hoping to pursue engineering. So do you want to talk about since you've always been interested in STEM in a more general sense and coding things like that? What sprung your interest in the engineering field, and what steps have you taken to further your knowledge and experience before you pursue this in college? Yeah, so I'd kind of always just, like, had it stone set in my mind, like, I'm doing computer science. Yeah. I'm doing it. But I had started to have doubts about that because, I don't know, it's going to be painful to, like, sit there for four years <laughs> typing on a keyboard. Like, coding is one of the most frustrating things ever. Like, it's... Yeah. Because don't you have to, like, write it out angry. and then run it, and then yeah. if it doesn't work, you and have to go back and figure it And then it doesn't work, out. and you're like, why isn't it working? Like, it, it's painful sometimes. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I started having little doubts about that. And then my dad, who's a Trekkie, which is like a Star Trek enthusiast, <laughs> he forced me to watch Star Trek with him, which I was really dreading. And uh, then I, there was a scene where one of the characters who they label as like a physicist, uh, he discovers some like crazy type of teleportation thing. And I just kind of realized that and I was like, okay, so the way that like, I'm going to be able to achieve innovations, which I've always wanted to do, like, I've, since fourth grade, I've always wanted to, like, make inventions, like, really cool innovations, and mm-hmm. I realized that that wasn't going to be through directly programming, I had to have a more, like, hands-on background, almost, so I started thinking about physics, and then I was like, oh, to combine my interest in, like, technology with my interest in, like, more, like, the physics side of things, I can do engineering, which is obvious, like, the biggest way you can innovate things. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Riley and I had physics together last year, um, which was quite the experience for me as someone who is not into. Not that I don't find it interesting, just not how my brain works. So it was really, it was really cool to see Riley um, really thriving in this class, and like we had a few building experiments that she had really cool innovations on. So. I feel like I was a first-hand witness to her engineering um, beginnings. (laughs) Okay, so next we want to talk about um, another really cool part of SI, our school, that you're involved with. Um, You were a managing editor for the newspaper, um, but this year you've taken on kind of a different role um, in the more technical production of Inside SI, so do you want to talk about that and also um, the cool project you're working on for them right now? Yeah, so I started out as a managing editor, which is just, I took the outside SI section of the paper, and I was um, kind of leading that group, editing their articles. Then this year, I took up the associate editor-in-chief for production role, <laughs> which is like part of like the executive board, and my job as um, associate editor is to 
oversee with the other editors-in-chief the entire process, um, plan the issues. Uh, I still am like the head of outside of like the I kind of like check over it. Um, and I also run the layout process, which is putting together the newspaper. And the reason that I'm in like the layout side of it is that I'm going to be planning and um, creating a website for the paper because a pretty big issue is that not all of the articles can get into our paper. There's, I want to say like 60 kids write each issue. So you, you end up getting a lot of kids who put in really hard work um, without getting to have their articles published, which can be like super discouraging. So I came up with an idea that what, why don't we publish the main issue to the school like always, but with the, with the articles who aren't getting published, we can do like a larger issue version that mm -hmm. can be published on the website um, so everyone gets included. And that's also like super cool because Inside His Eyes is kind of like a historical little like, like a, I don't know, like a little. It's part of SI. Yeah. It's a, it's a like, big tradition. It's like really cool. Like, if you, like today you can look back and like go find like papers from the 70s and like be like, oh, well, yeah. it's like that. And it's like, it's, I don't, uh, I don't know the word for it, but it's like documenting like yeah. what SI is like now. So that'll be super cool to have online, like a huge collection of what makes our school SI. Well, that's how a lot of newspapers are today, aren't mm -hmm. aren't they? Like they most of, if not all, have digitized, yes, and yeah. the the archive is humongous. I know I was looking yeah. do when I was doing research for a bunch of the colleges I'm applying to, and all of their newspapers are online, and they just have like article yeah. after article. And I could definitely see that working um, here because, yeah. like Riley said, there's a lot of kids, especially this year, interested yeah. in writing there's for a lot the newspaper. Of kids. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. I wanted to ask you a little bit about some of the courses you're taking. I don't know. I just personally, I think these are a really impressive part of your resume, but I don't know. There's various ones. You can talk about whichever ones, but like I know you've taken some advanced calc classes here at SI. You've done some outside of school, and you're yeah. doing even, even more engineering and physics-related classes this year. So just talk a little bit about that for yeah, our listeners. Yeah, so I, I'll start like with here at SI. I... Didn't know what to do with my summer going into sophomore year, and I love math. Like, <laughs> I everyone always says I hate math. I love math. It makes me like it's like satisfied to like get the problems right. I don't know. I agree with you yeah, on that point. Yeah. But then when you don't get the problem, yeah, it's ah. like uh, <laughs> so Riley doesn't have that problem very yeah, often. That's true. I can tell. <laughs> so I took geometry sophomore year, which means I got to get ahead in math, and then I junior year and senior year I took pre-calc and then I took BC calculus in senior year which was kind of scary being like the only younger kid in those classes but I love taking the classes because I am a person like I love learning things I love challenging myself like I I'm not just saying that like I really really like learning <laughs> things and um so a lot of the times like in some classes I just like I get kind of bored so being in a class like BC calc where I can like really like have to try super hard like it's it was very like I'm not gonna say fun but like fulfilling to be in that and then um since I finished math early there was no more math classes here so I decided to be an overachiever and <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a multi-variable calc class um at, through like an online community college um Merced Community College it's somewhere in California but yeah Merced, I'm currently maybe. taking that yeah. Just possibly. Probably. Possibly. <laughs> Just sign that out there. 
But what would your advice be for young girls interested in taking STEM classes if they're not offered at their school? Like, what sites have you seen that have offered good courses or yeah. things like um, that? Yeah, there's also, like, I've taken, like, loads of, like, Khan Academy is an amazing place to learn things. I completely taught myself how to code off of Khan Academy. Oh, my gosh. You have to share... Sorry to interrupt, but this has to do with the course you're talking about right now. You have to share the email you got today from AP. Oh, God. <laughs> this is, okay, we'll get into that. Okay. Okay. This, um, is, this is, it's crazy. It's mind-blowing. Um, so, I taught myself how to code in Khan Academy, and Khan Academy has, like, really, like, comprehensive videos that you can follow along with, and it, they're amazing at, under, like, at explaining things. There's also an entire, like, coding community on Khan Academy, so once you, like, finish the lessons, I would do, like, little mini <coughs> projects and stuff, so that's, like, a great place to go if you want to learn a program. They also have, like, a a million other courses like everything imaginable on there i took ap computer science off there because i didn't want to take the class at si because i thought like i would kind of already know a lot of the concepts so i took that course on there and then dory is forcing me to say <laughs> that <laughs> i got an email today that said that i got like a perfect score on it whoa on the, AP, on the computer science ap test for a class she literally didn't take she took that's the insane. online version one in 300. Wow, that is so <laughs> cool. One of 300 people. Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super funny. Funny, funny and uh, amazing. A, oh my gosh. Um, and then other like places to go. Um, uh, Coursera is really good. I've oh, taken yeah. a couple coding classes off of that. Um, also, just like reading books is very good. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like. I read a physics book over the summer because I really wanted to get like, like a better perspective on it, and everyone made fun of me for it. Like endless, endless, mean meanness. <laughs> I was literally being bullied like all summer. I went on a river trip with them. I was waiting for this story. Yeah, I promised my friend I would say this. Um, <laughs> I went on a river trip this summer, and I brought my physics book because I wasn't gonna have my phone, and I had to have something to do when I was like have, trying to be like chill. So I was reading it, and then a group of four 13-year-old boys found out that I was reading it, and they were bombarding me. <laughs> and one of them, like, I, I was just in a hammock, like, relaxed, reading my physics book, and one of them came up and just, like, slapped it into the dirt. And I was Aww. like, I, Yeah, but that's, like, a middle school me would have been, like, so horribly upset by that, because I was, like, completely ashamed of, like, liking coding and all of that stuff, because I was, like, I'm a nerd, blah, blah, blah. Like, one of my best friends when I was younger told me, like, you could not join girls who code, like, that social suicide. Like, I was so, um, anti-showing it, but then sophomore year, uh, two of my friends forced me to join girls who code, thank God, and... I kind of have gotten over that. So. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> well, wait, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah, I know. This I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but, like, the fact that that still, like, happens where, like, yeah. girls can't engage in things they're interested in, yeah. like, without the fear of being yeah. perceived mm-hmm. as something else is, like, mind-blowing yeah, Exactly. To me. I don't when know. guys say they like coding people, exactly. like, they're like, oh, my God, you're going to be so rich, like, you're going to yeah. be, like, blah, 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 and then if, like, I can't say it, because, like, people are going to be like, oh, that's well, weird. Well, and what's it's interesting about what you're saying is that a lot of the stigma comes from girls, and, but, yes. I mean, but the thing is, obviously, I'm not it's blaming girls. It's yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's but it's, it's, and a lot of it has to do with us just not wanting to 
be perceived in a certain way based on our interests like there's a very like yeah. clear standard of like what girls should be doing like they should be doing like a, I mean okay there's there's a whole thing with sports too but yeah. like I don't know there's certain things that are we, more acceptable than yeah others. exactly yes. um for girls to do and one of the last to like make that leap into being a socially acceptable activity is things like coding and mm-hmm. other STEM related activities so I remember Riley and I we were we do beach walks quite often I remember us talking about this one day when talking about um college essay ideas and the fact just when Riley told me this I was so shocked I had no idea based on what I had seen her do um with all the accomplishments she's talked about today I was so shocked that for a long period of time she was too embarrassed to even try to get involved in these things um so yeah, I think that that really plays on one of our earlier questions about what stigma still exists with yeah. women and STEM. And yeah, a lot of it just comes from our internalized mm-hmm. um, expectations of what girls should be doing career-wise. Yeah, like I went into high school with like a mindset of okay, on the outside I'm going to like I'm going to dress like everyone else, like I'm going to be cool, <laughs> I'm just going to be normal, and I'm just going to completely hide the fact that I like I'm interested in STEM, that I'm smart. Like, I didn't want people to think I was smart. I thought that was, like, the worst thing ever could possibly be. Oh, my gosh. Or there's, like, an extent. You want them to know you're smart, yeah. but, like, not beyond a certain point. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, then it gets embarrassing. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. make sense. None of, none of the systems that we live in today make no. any sense. Uh, Sorry, I just had to bring that up. Because it's no, just no, like, of course. I, I don't I, know, it makes me so angry to think that like we think we've come so far. I mean, we have, yeah. and I'm super grateful for that. But there's just, it shows like how much more we need to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. And that's, again, like brings in the issue of representation. Like, yeah. changes are not going to be made until we somehow get it. Obviously, there are steps that need to happen before representation of like just getting through the barriers of like having more women in these fields but like once we get to that point we can amplify it through representation and like showing that in the media like showing more women in STEM and like I feel like it's generally in a general sense talking about STEM like there's a lot of um really great tv shows even about um like female doctors so I feel like that's definitely a field that has made advancements um yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but that doesn't speak for all aspects of STEM, especially engineering. Even just hearing what you were saying about your friend at Cal Poly, like there's just there's a lot that still needs yeah. to be done. But do you know what Riley is the perfect example of people who do need to be amplified um, in media or whatever whatever way it may be. Um, so hopefully, if we have some people listening who are interested in STEM and have been too too pressured by um their surroundings to take that leap um hopefully you're inspired by hearing riley talk about all that she's done after she made made that jump from kind of hiding in her her intelligence and (laughs) making making action with it yeah and i mean on that note i guess what are some platforms that our listeners can find you on or contact you if they have any (laughs) inquiries or ask for advice i have instagram that's about it yes Um, uh, do I say my at? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you waiting for? I mean, because my name is hard to spell. Okay, it's Riley. We'll, we'll link it in the show. It's yeah, Riley yeah. underscore Derek. It's spelled a weird way. It's yeah. Not how you're going to think of this, but yeah. Yeah. He'll link it. We'll link it in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. Give me some And just wait until we'll, we'll update 
our our podcast Instagram when Riley gets into gets accepted into whatever college she's going to because so, I think that'll be I know it's going to be an impressive one so that'll be an That's exciting an highlight highlight we need shouldn't to do. can we do that yeah <laughs> maybe we don't have to do it for ourselves uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but all, of the, all, all of our guests are yeah. super impressive like we yeah said before so it'd be interesting to wait see that's so fun to. I think we should do that like, like, uh, like, like you know how people do that for sports and yeah. they'll, like repost their friends like we can make our own yes. for everyone we so should. We stay should. tuned yes yeah 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 wait let's we'll do it we'll literally do it so and like okay. Amelia, I won't like reveal the school she's interested in, but she's 100% going yeah. someplace great along with the rest of our guests. So oh, that'll be so exciting. Yeah, okay. that'll be super fun. So look forward to that. Yes, new new Instagram segment on its way. Yes. I mean, not until not for not, until not for a while. Not for a while. I mean, we have to make it through this application. Yeah, exactly. First. Oh yeah. I hope it's done, like December for early. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. So we might have some Maybe. sooner than than we think and. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay, time to wrap up the episode, but thank you guys all for listening. I think this is one of our best yet. I think we got a lot of really great um, discussions with Riley, and just she's so interesting to hear talk about all that she's done. And whether you understood all of it or not, I know I'm very impressed right now. I know I'm very inspired yeah, right now yeah. to go home and finish my own college application. Oh, yes. Yeah. But yes, thank you, Riley, so much for yeah. coming on our show. Thanks for having me. Yes, and Riley's been one of our biggest supporters at the podcast. So yes, about we're glad. Yeah. Okay, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week.